welcome to episode 162 of the Chattering Classes. Uh, and Natalia is joining me again. You might remember her from episode 149 called Lightning Crutch, where we talked to her just before the uh, birth of her first child. We catch up with her three months later to see how the birth went and how parenting go, etc. All right, let's get to it. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Sorry, just trying to figure this out. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the root, on the floor, looking over oh, the yeah, roof. Oh yeah, I'm on the floor. <laughs> I'll, ah. um, no, that's all right. Do whatever you got to do. Just trying to get like more comfy. <laughs> okay. There You're we go. Hi hiding in the office. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier. Yeah, so cool. Like it. Go yes, okay. All good. Well, maybe we get disturbed by a child, but I'm getting disturbed by a cat. <laughs> I was just listening to like the episode before you, before um, Harrison was born. Oh, yeah. Uh, I realized very quickly, I miss you. Yeah, it's been weird. Like, I mean, days are just weird <laughs> every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like weird not to be at work, but yeah. it's nice. I like our little chutney group on. <laughs> yeah, we've got a little chutney group with the three of us, <laughs> with the super team. Yeah, and it's yes. good. Like, it's, I must be so weird at work with the new, new man. Yeah, it's kind of like, you just, I don't know, you just get about your day and you just do everything. And then, like I said, then I listened back to the podcast and I was like, oh, I really miss just talking to you every day. Yeah, because it's like, well, I mean, most of my conversations are just with Harrison. And then <laughs> yeah. moment I'm like, <laughs> everything out. <laughs> oh, right. Um, but yeah, it's, and if Gungalan wasn't so far yeah. from home, like I'd pop in a lot more. Yeah. But it's like such a day, a whole day trip. Yeah, it's a big day just to get in yeah. and out again, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, like I'm talking to Natalia and, you know, she's got a three-month-old son. Yeah. You're three-month-old tomorrow? Uh, he's three months, like he's already 12 weeks, yeah. but three months on Friday. Right. How exciting. Yeah, yeah it's gone pretty quickly, actually. I was going to say, is it gone quickly and slowly at the same time? Yeah, it's like days are super slow. Yes. But then when you look back, it's like, oh, yeah. wow, that was quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's what everyone says. Yeah. Long days, fast weeks, fast mm -hmm. years, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I won't, we won't keep you long because, you know, it's uh, 8.30 p.m. and you've put your son to bed and who knows, and you go to bed at 9 o'clock. Yeah, so no more 10.03 bedtime. <laughs> So this was, we, I'm sure we mentioned it many moons ago when we did a podcast that Natalia had an alarm on her phone <laughs> at 10.03 yeah. telling her to go to bed. <laughs> a big believer in going to bed at the same time every night. Yeah. And so even now, like I said to Taylor, oh, it's 8.30. I was like, because I made cake, a chocolate cake today. And I said yeah. to him, when am I going to eat my cake? And he's like, Natalia, it's fine if we go to bed after nine o'clock. <laughs> All right. So you're like, no, but the schedule is this. And, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're, like I said, I, I won't keep you long. And, and I'm sure you've talked a lot about being a new mum and 
having a new son and all of that stuff. But I just wanted to go over um, just listening to the episode uh, we did record in July or June. And yeah. you said you felt that you were un- underprepared because you hadn't done a lot of reading uh, and you wanted to, you didn't want to like overthink it when the, when your child arrives that you would be like, oh, I've read all this stuff. How did yeah. that go for you, do you think? Um, so I think for birth it was good because yeah. I don't know if I told you, like I went in for an induction and then that didn't work and then um, ended up with an emergency C-section. Right. So, so it was what, good that I did nothing for the birth, like planning. Right. So what? What? So you went in for the induction, he was overdue? Or, no, or you so, had to go in early, didn't you? Yeah, had to go in early. Because he's then, big. Because your husband, how tall's Taylor? Six foot four. And you, you are not six foot four. No, I'm like, I think I'm five foot nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they were concerned about the size. Yeah, so... I wanted to go before um before due date and so yeah I was induced and then um went into labor but didn't progress enough and then right. he was in distress so emergency c-section so I'm kind of glad I didn't plan anything because yeah. you know it would have all gone out the window yeah um, and then in terms of like the parenting stuff because that was what I was more 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 worried about as soon as he came, then I started to do lots of reading right, that right, I right. probably shouldn't have, though, because it just stressed <laughs> me out more. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so it was like because there's just so much information, like everything, like now even my Instagram feed is just constant videos of like how to do this. Well, it's probably all bullshit really. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so it. I'm glad I didn't do a lot before Yeah. because I think it would have been like heightened. But then now... Yeah, I read something and then I'm like, oh, should I be doing that? And so I'm trying as much as I can to not do that. Yeah. But once I find something, then I like get fixated on it a bit. And yeah. It's hard, hard with that fixation, right? Because you're with him all day. Mm-hmm. He's what you're fixating on, right? It's not the information. It's it's him. Yeah. Um. Actually, I said that to Taylor today. I said like my whole day, I've got nothing else to think about but Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, um, you know, is that, oh, is, doing this and that. And... Is that boring? Um, well, it's not like, it's not boring, but it's monotonous, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's not this, not the, uh, it's not what you want to be doing all day, every day, is it? Yeah. And the, I think the because, thinking part of it, I mean. Yeah. Like this, because he doesn't sleep, he does like, 30 minute stints and so then he you know he'll wake and then it's like another hour and a half and then he'll sleep again if he was sleeping longer there'd be less wake time but because he doesn't sleep a lot it's like constantly thinking about what i should be doing with him oh god yes (laughs) Um, right it's no break so what about at night is he is he settling a bit more in his night sleeps he's not sleeping 30 minutes a night no god no nights are pretty good um, so like we usually put him down consistently, like around seven or we try to, yeah. um, just depending on how long he takes to fall asleep. Um, and then the last like week or two, he's been going to like three, four o'clock, mm, nice. which has been nice, but I've been told that won't last. <laughs> um, who tells but, you these things? Why um, would you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, the internet and other people, but, yeah. um, yep. and he, but usually it's like two wakings a night. Yeah. 
And sometimes he'll go to bed like back to sleep straight away. Other times, not so much. So yeah, nights are all right. Yeah. Um, but daytime, yeah, he just kind of won't push past that. Yeah, minutes. this so is a, it is this monotonous. It's very familiar. It's a, yeah, our first violet was the same. Just would sleep thirty minutes and then thirty minutes and have to be moving or like all of that stuff. You know, yeah. I, I saw Harrison um, a few weeks ago and I was like, oh god, yes, I remember this. Happy, yeah. oh no, needs to be picked up, likes to look around, yeah. doesn't like to be sitting. Yeah, it's all it's all fun and games. Uh can't communicate, trying to work out what he wants, what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's wrong, he's just annoyed. Like, yeah, having a bad yeah. day. So uh, having the um emergency C section, how long did that take to get over like physically? Um, well, it's actually only been like the last maybe a couple of weeks where I've actually felt it more. And I think it's just because in those first few weeks, you're not really thinking about your recovery. Right. So like, you know, there were things that the physios had said, you know, don't try and get up in this way or don't do this. But when you've got a baby and you have to move them and you're kind of not really thinking about, well, I wasn't Yeah. um, thinking about it. And so, but I'd say my recovery has been all right. Um, My um, obstetrician, I think, did a really good job with uh, the surgery and the scarring and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, every time Harrison kicks me, it's usually right where my scar is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, built up some resilience. Um, but, yeah, recovery-wise, like even everyone was like, oh, you know, you can't drive for six weeks. It actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd say I've recovered all right physically. Yeah. And how was it in the moment, though? Like, were you just like, I don't care what's happening. Like, C-section, yep, let's do it, whatever is. Like, um, do you remember that or were you just? Yeah, well, I think because I had, um, it had been like 16 hours. Yeah. Um, and so when they said like, and I'd had lots of internal examinations to kind of check how far I, along I was. Yeah. Um. And basically, when they said, "Look, it's not going to be any better for you," and he's in distress, um, I had my little moment where I'm like, "Oh, you know, this is not really what I wanted." But then straight away, we were like, "Well, we just have to do what we need to do." Yeah. And I think after that, it was like half an hour later. Right. We were in, and and I think he was born. Um. And actually, looking back now, I'm like, "Oh, maybe I should have just booked in a cesarean." <laughs> yeah yeah that's right like that's what betty had to do right yeah already booked it in and yeah Yeah. and she tried to convince me she was like why would you not book in i remember when i was first talking to her she's like why are you going natural like you know just book in the cesarean i'm like no no i want to give it a go you know anyway give it a go see what it's like (laughs) it's overrated it's overrated that's what i'm sure she would say that Yeah. yeah right Okay, so this is the moment, the, the question I always like to ask um, people when they've had a kid is, tell me about, like, the moment you brought him home. Um, so I remember, like, we're at the hospital for a while, um, just kind of waiting on paperwork, yep. put in the car, and then I think we got home, like, oh, just after lunch. And it was kind of weird because we were like, oh, like, we're, we're by ourselves. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I think the the weirdest thing was just like, oh, like I can't ask someone. I can't buzz, yeah. buzz in and, you know, go, hey, am I doing this right or anything like yeah. that? So I think it was 
it was a really weird feeling, but it was good because we were in the hospital for six nights, I think. Right. So, like, it was nice to come home. But I, I remember putting him to sleep that night. I was super nervous. Of course. Um, but, I mean, looking back then, he just slept all the time. So it was actually quite easy, like. Yeah. Easy. But, yeah, a very weird feeling. Yeah. yeah and it's... I cried the whole way home, so. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Like, it's it's the thing that I think, you know, you, the birth is so obviously full on for everyone or for you and the baby. Um, and then, yeah, that moment of coming home is like, I, I still remember how, just how peaceful it was. You're not in a hospital anymore. It's pretty yeah. quiet at home. The noise was different. Yeah. And then feeling like, oh, this is just so nice and relaxing. And then, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it's not. Now it's not no. relaxing and all that. But, yeah, just that was always the the thing I remember was just the drive home and the and coming in was just so the first time where you're like, oh, this is kind of hitting home. Yeah, like you, yeah definitely. Like you said, there's no buzzer there, no no buzzer. It's like, no. It's the, that, I think that's the weirdest part of all of it is you go through all this procedure, medical mm-hmm. procedure, all this support, yeah. and then they're like, okay, now go and raise a child. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just think like, you know, there's other, there's quite strict processes, um, you know, for adoption or for teachers or whatever. And yeah. then anyone can just have a kid and just take them home and it's like, all yeah. right. Yep. You do, you do what you need. Yeah, like. that's fine. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to ask anyone, just do what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, God. So, yeah, a very, very weird, but, but good. Yeah. Like was, yeah. yeah. And, um, you mentioned, yeah, in the podcast that you had a lot of friends who were all, they all had kids mm-hmm. uh, leading up to you having a child. What's yep. that been like having all that support? Is it helpful having them a few months, some cases a few weeks ahead? Yeah. Or does it give you markers that you shouldn't have? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, well, we actually all met today, our little mums group. Yeah. Um. So the the eldest are six months now so Harrison's the youngest um and yeah I guess I I mean I don't think I said this in the last podcast but I'm not good with like comparison and if somebody else kind of makes a decision or says something I kind of go oh maybe I should be doing that right like have a cesarean book in for a cesarean and eat lots of food like Betty suggested yeah so (laughs) I you know even if I've made a decision sometimes I'll second guess that if somebody else makes a suggestion. So I knew that going into parenting (laughs) that I would do that. So I guess I've just been weary of it when people, like when friends, you know, I see something that their baby's doing or they've said we've done this. I'm trying to be really conscious of it to not have those, like you said, markers that, you know, oh, but Harrison's not doing that yet or that kind of thing um so it's nice I think because they were already my friends so I didn't have to go make friends with random mums right yep that was helpful um and it is nice because I think once we get past the stage of kind of learning how to do all of this it's going to be really nice to have all our kids together yeah yeah so it's got ups it's got some good things and some not so good things (laughs) yeah it's it's like you're saying about the the listening to you know other people and second guessing yourself 
um what what area do you think of your parenting has that affected the most do you think um probably all of it to be honest right um like definitely with like what's considered normal and probably sleep and feeding right um because you know there's there's just so much out there like you should try and do this versus oh just do whatever the baby wants or yes get that's into right routine, yes. you know yeah routine based um, around you routine based around the baby routine yeah. a mix of both all of that stuff yeah, or you know no routine just no routine different yeah <laughs> um so yeah but i think probably sleep stuff um not so much like milestones you yeah. know like oh my baby's rolling at this point or they should be sitting up or anything like that um because i think like i understand that's probably all different and that's not really some of it to do with your parenting it's just when it happens, it happens. Um, yeah. But, yeah, definitely, like, decisions around sleep, what I'm doing in the day, playing, that kind of thing. Like, I think that's all had an impact. Right. Because, you know, the, the phrase, like, you can't do everything. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't mean you can't do everything. It means you literally can't do every suggestion that is being thrown at you right that's that's in parenting that's what it is is you have to pick something yes you know that and that's that is the hard part when you've got 50 suggestions Mm -hmm. uh i know you you would say well what if i pick what Mm -hmm. if i'm picking one that's like the third best option and not the first best option yeah i think i've like i can't i'll try say i want to try something and it's like oh but maybe I should have done it that way or maybe we should be doing it this way. Um, And so, yeah, I guess, well, that's kind of where the second guessing comes in. So even if I've picked what, like you said, you have to pick something, you can't do everything. I then go, oh, well, I can't stop thinking about all the other things I could have chosen. Right. And I think that's the danger, right, of social media, you know, of just you can just find, especially if you're having a crap day, or something's mm-hmm. not working or, you know, a cu- it only takes probably two days in a row of bad sleeping of a disrupted yeah. night, two days in a row where you're like, oh, no, it's never going to get better if I don't <laughs> find the solution right now. Yeah. That kind of thing. And, yeah. and you know, like you said before, like you're, you, you uh, love organisation. In fact, the thing I listened to on the podcast was the person who was replacing you at work was going to get an enormous list of things that, <laughs> you know, to yeah. su- to help them in the transition. There was going to be no stone left unturned. Yeah. Um, so how that how has that been with a newborn child that cares not for your organization and your Excel spreadsheets? Yep. Um. Well, I guess maybe to satisfy some of that, I'm using an app that right. tracks everything. Yeah. Um. So, like, I put in when I feed, when he goes to the bathroom, I, you know, put notes into it, Um, when the sleep is, all of that. Um. And somebody actually said to me, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm tracking all of this, that that's like a full-time job. Yeah. And for me, that is kind of my sense of planning a little bit. Right, right, right. Um, but if I think back to say my work 
persona and you know you know what I'm like yeah um I would say I can't really be like that because I haven't really been able to do anything in the day right even if I wanted to plan for it so because basically because of his sleep I kind of just wait around for him to wake I don't start anything right right right. Um, yes yes very familiar especially um, if he's only sleeping 30 minutes at a time yeah so it's like You, you wait know, till he wait till you do that and he sleeps for two and a half hours and you're like, Oh, yeah. what did you do for two and a half hours? Nothing. I yeah. waited for him to wake up. I've did, we've all done that. Like, oh no, yeah. I could have done so I could have had a nap for two hours. Yes. Right. Yeah, so so you- I, I'm not really like it's I guess I've let go a little bit. Maybe. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> um, You'd want I mean, to hope so. Yeah. In my mind, I'm still thinking about if I have to go out, for example, like today I went to my little mum's group, I was thinking about how I could plan the rest of the day and would he sleep, lighten up and that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's definitely still in my like thought process of how to be organised. Yeah. But it's completely different to how I've had to be or how I need to be now is completely different to say my previously organised self. Right. And and have you spent any time thinking about work um not really like I mean I do check my emails mainly to just delete them right so I don't get bombarded in a year's time with with lots of spam um but no I'm not really like I'm not thinking what's happening yeah constantly unless it's brought up yeah so, um, like, I hadn't really thought about, um, I was going to sound awful, but I hadn't really thought about my case management students. Right. Like, yes. you know, they've been on my mind, but I hadn't really thought about how they're being supported Yeah. until um, a conversation I think I might have had with you or with Karen about case management that then kind of triggered me to go, oh, I wonder ah, how that's going. There's other children in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and the same with my class. It hadn't I hadn't really thought about it until yeah. I wanted to go come in to visit them. But then I was like, oh, I wonder how they're going. And then I kind of got down and was looking at Google Classroom and things like that. So, right. yeah, it hasn't really been on my mind unless there's been a like a trigger. How nice for you. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. And it's, and then I, as I said, like having a kid makes you a better teacher. Like you'll go, oh, I don't have to think about them, think about school as much as I used to. And they'll be fine. You know? Yes, I, I think so. I think it will be interesting in a year's time when I do go back to work. Yeah. To actually see how I balance that thinking. Yeah. We can yeah. talk about that in a year's time. That's right. That's exactly right. So, um, did you go and see your old class? Did you? Very quickly. So um, I went in and I thought, I'll go see them. Harrison was a little bit unsettled and they were just doing like assessment work. Um, But there wasn't, there was like maybe half the class, unless they all left. Like I didn't really talk to them individually. And I kind of just walked in and, you know, they were like, oh, he's so cute and this and that. Um, But I didn't really get to talk to them much. Yeah. Yeah. because it kind of didn't feel like my classroom anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing how fast that happens, right? You yeah. Say, you think, oh, I'll come back and then it'll be nice. And then they're like, all right, well, I've got to do my work. You're like, oh, yeah. Okay. So 
and yeah, there were like a lot of students there. Maybe the ones that are a bit more vocal yeah. weren't in the class. Right. So that might have kind of made a difference to the visit as well. Yeah, but you're right. It's very quick how like a, a change of classroom teacher, the students are like, all right, now this person's my teacher now. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. You go back and visit and they're like, yeah, we've got a teacher. Yeah, yeah. You're well, just a person. Of... It's all very yeah. strange, isn't it? Yeah, very weird. Right. All right. So I won't keep you much longer. Um, what would you say now? You're now you're a parent. Mm-hmm. What would you? What advice would you give to someone who is about to have a child for the first time? Ooh. Um. Just do whatever you need to do to get through it. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I think. Um. And make sure that you kind of not rely on, but you really work together with your partner because I think um, it would be very different if I didn't feel as supported by Taylor. So what, what does that look like, uh, like for you and Taylor? Um, or like what well, did it look like when you when you came home with a new child? Like, well, we had four weeks together at oh, home, nice. um, so that was good. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, well, I was, you know, the food supply. Um, <laughs> yes, the parasite and, going to work, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Taylor really did everything else. To be honest, he still does. Yep. Um, and I think just having, like, someone else to kind of make the decisions. So even now that Taylor's back at work. I often will just text him, like, what's going on. Right. Um, whether he wants to hear it or not. Like, <laughs> just kind of being able to say, oh, this happened and then this happened yeah. um, has been helpful, like, in terms of that mental load. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think just being able to, for us, have a bit of time, like, because we put Harrison to sleep, you know, usually around 7, we have that time that's just for us as well. Yeah. Which is nice. So, yeah, I think... Um, really making sure that you don't necessarily have to talk to your partner about everything beforehand. Yeah. But make sure that you're both on the same page when the baby comes. Yeah. So what about seeing him as a dad? Yeah. Like, because really he's, a, nice. he's a different person, right? You're you're now different people. You are no longer just a couple. Now you're parents. Yep. And you you immediately are sort of different. You have to be different people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's been really nice to see him as a dad. Um, I think he was, I felt that he was much more excited than I was before the birth. Um, And so I think that's kind of carried on. Like I really like seeing him and Harrison together. And because he looks a lot like Harrison, it's just like having a mini mini Taylor like I'm sure he he likes that Um, yeah so yeah I think it's been really nice to see that but I think yes we're different people but I'd say Taylor's always kind of been maybe more ready to be a parent than I have oh yeah I just think like it just seemed for me like really natural for him okay yeah and what was the what do you think the difference was between that for him and that for you, becoming a parent for you? Um, 
maybe because I'm much more of a warrior and a stress head and yeah. he's pretty easygoing, <laughs> um, that, I don't know, he just kind of is much better at going with the flow of things. Right. So, like, whereas I was like, oh, you know, big change, can't, and then, you know, we're, well, not yet, but when we eventually build the house and things like that, uh, one change at a time is fine for me. Yeah. Um, for him, he can kind of roll with it a lot right, more. Right, right, right. Yes, I, that's a really good way to put it. I'm, I'm a bit the same. Yeah. One change at a time is fine. Yep. <laughs> when there's multiple changes, yes, that gets overwhelming very quickly. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. so, I mean, a baby changes constantly. There's multiple bits of change. But, yep. um, yeah, I just think that he was kind of better at just going, well, we just have to do what we have to do. And right. kind of rolling with it. You need that grounding and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. And what about seeing your parents as grandparents? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, I think I like seeing when they like play with him. Yeah. Um, and you know, he when he gets like he'll smile and respond to them. I think that's really nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think it's kind of like I still, even when, you know, we first um, got pregnant and then even having Harrison, I still felt like, oh, we're like, we're still kids. Right. <laughs> but it's kind of different now seeing my parents with my kid. Like right. it's, I, don't know. I know what you mean. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. I didn't say that very well. But as an example, we were watching um, Taylor's like baby video. Right. To see like, you know, how similar he was to Harrison. And watching it, and we're like, this is so strange. We're watching our parents right. with, like, Taylor as a one-year-old, and they were younger than we were or than right. we are now. Yeah. And it's just like I can't picture them like that, like, you know, and then I see we're doing exactly the same things, like the way they talk to Taylor in the video and whatnot. So, yeah, it's it's kind of strange. Yeah. But, it's, um, it's, it's a, nice. Yeah, it's nice, and I remember my dad, like I remember saying to him, like, oh, I can't believe, like, I've got a one-year-old. And he was like, wait till you have a 31-year-old who's got yes. their own one-year-old. That's when it gets <laughs> weird. And you're like, oh, okay, yes. Yeah, you just sort of forget. Yeah. That, like, there's like, oh, right. That's, they know exactly what you're going through. Yep. They went through it. Everyone goes through it. Brutal at times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how? what about, um, t- like, if you're, like you said, the the stress head, mm-hmm. what is, does Taylor have like a shorthand? Do you have a shorthand of, you know, bringing you down or not bringing you down, but sort of sort of quieting your mind, I would imagine? Um, Like what, what he does? Yeah. Um, usually a lot of reassurance. Right. Um, but often just kind of letting me vent, like, you know, like I said, he'll get constant messages throughout the day. Like I'm not really <laughs> looking for a solution. Right. But I, I kind of just have to tell him everything that's happened. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think he's just, he's very calming. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think just being able to kind of go, oh, this is really hard and yeah. him just listen has been helpful. And go, yeah, it is. It's yeah. 
it's really yeah. hard it's really hard all <laughs> yeah. right well i'm gonna let you go because uh you know you've got to get some sleep it's nearly nine o'clock and you must be in bed yeah. at 903 <laughs> is it now um yeah but yes i i will can't wait to see you again can't wait to see the little man again and um yeah we'll yeah talk we'll soon. do a non-school catch-up a non-school catch-up yeah. yeah that's it i know <laughs>